What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Real Talk Gaming Sports Podcast, fully reunited after two weeks. As always, it's your boy Chuck, and of course, the whole crew's here. Shoot, B-Dog. What's up, fellas? Yo, yo! Hey, what's good? How we doing? It's good to have uh, ba- Blake back in the chat. Yeah, Everything man, is I'm great. excited. Let's, let's jump you, right into The this. moons have all I'm aligned, excited. and we are all here now. Yes. To give you our latest analysis on all the shit that we've been that we've been missing for the last two weeks. That's right. That's like right. you said, two weeks, so a lot to talk about. So of course, where are we going to start? Where we always start with the Washington Redskins, because <laughs> of course, anytime Bruce Allen's in the news, we're going to have to start a conversation with the Redskins, fellas. Of course, man. I mean, of this course. is you know a DC centric sports podcast, and you know by variation of that, we do love the Redskins, and that's pretty much what we talk about a lot. But. Yeah. There is some new news going on out there. Yeah, so of course, um, we had a nice little interview from J.P. Finley at NBC Sports Washington with Bruce Allen, as he does every year. It's out in this nice little oak grove palm tree area, and he has 10 minutes to ask Bruce questions. And in this interview, it's classic Bruce Allen, man. He is just deflecting everything like perfectly, like a champ. And this is why he's kept his job for so long. But he insists that the, court, the Redskins do not need to take a quarterback in this draft. What is he talking about, dude? Like, seriously. I mean. I'm concerned. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Is I'm a I'm little concerned. concerned, dude. Like, I get it. Like, you want to, to project confidence in the guys that you have. I get that. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. But when it's coming from the GM, that's troublesome. Like, there's a different way you could go about that. You yeah. could say, yeah, we're, we're pretty confident in what we have. So, if it doesn't work out, then we can still survive. And we'll mm-hmm. still do fine, but we're definitely looking at that position. I, maybe they're like two. They're, they're they're trying to you know Jedi mind trick everybody. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So that's the question, though. Like that is it a smokescreen? Is it not? Do I really think they're smart enough for a smokescreen? I no. don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. So, I at the end of the day, it seems like to me they are a whole staff, front office, coach, everybody are like. We need to win because our job is on the lines. That's so, exactly right. I don't care about looking towards the future when I don't even know if I'll have a future next year. So I think it could be that it's a lame duck situation, and they're kind of like, look, you know, I got to try to win with Case Keenum to keep my job for one more year. Whereas maybe Dan Snyder's thinking, eh, I'll let these guys run out their contract. They tank next year. Everyone's going to want to be want me to fire them, and then I can go do something crazy. In 2020. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having a little microphone issue here. Continue. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he, it could be one of those two things. It's really hard to tell. Well, I mean, that's definitely in, in the vein of what a Dan Snyder would normally do. And I'm sorry for the chat. I'm looking ridiculous right now trying to get this mic right. But uh, I do think that that is very, very in line with the way that Dan Snyder has done things in the past. And... He really, what he really wants, I think, is to try and shift the perception about the front office. So, and I don't know how this is going to do that, but maybe in his mind, somehow he thinks, all right, just like what you said, we could fire Gruden after a bad year. The viewers will be on my side, and then I'll go sign, you know, we'll go after a Tua or something like that and get the fan base back involved. I think they're just chalking this year up as a loss, and Mm -hmm. they're going to just see what see what happens you know maybe they'll get lucky and if they do then good for them and if they do then he's going to be in a real bind because what if 
what if Jay Gruden actually wins games with these two guys? Uh, yeah, I mean, then yeah. you got to keep them. But that's what you want, though, right? Like, hello, what are we talking yeah. about? We're, we're, we're talking about situations <laughs> like, do we want our incumbent coach to finally figure it out and be successful and can win games even with Case Keenum? Like, duh. Like, yeah, and I – That would be nice. And I think but, he can. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's the craziest game of cat and mouse. And I would love to hear Blake's perspective just because – you know, as a Browns fan, you're always looking to the next year, like, is this the one that's going to turn? And you've right. been doing that just like we have. But you are now finally beyond that turn and can see what it's like when it's being done right. So do you think what's happening with the Redskins is maybe similar or we're just out of whack? No, I think – and I'm just going to be just brutally honest. We got lucky. And I think at the end of the day, there's some luck involved. I mean, you, you basically – you know, kind of hit the point right on the head there. Uh, you play that roulette of quarterbacks, and you go through. You bring in, and you sp- and you're not even counting the veterans. You sprinkle in there mm-hmm. to plug the holes in the leaky ship, so to speak, until you get there. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you know. You're going to have to make a play for a quarterback. You're going to yeah. have to go for somebody. So, so then, yeah. I, 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 th- I don't think there's any chess moves involved here. I would be a little concerned, and that's a little worrisome. And that's something I would be saying at the beginning of this year as well. You know, hey, uh, I have no idea what's going on. And it's like what my dad always says. Let's fire everybody. Get ready for the next yeah. year. <laughs> Yeah, that is what your dad always says. He but does say that a lot. Let's just fire everyone I mean, and move on. For me, barring some crazy draft day scenario, which is very possible because no one thought Baker was going to go number one last year. So right. draft day is crazy. But I think they have a quarterback in mind, though, in the but, draft. But that's what I'm saying. Like, barring something crazy, though, unless he falls to you from the 6th to the 15th slot or something like that, then you draft him. But I don't know. I don't see that's going to happen. I think they'd have to go up and get somebody. Right. Because quarterbacks are always overhyped. But yeah. if if we stay at 15, I would rather have Josh Rosen at 15 than some unknown. Yeah, personally. I agree. And I saw a tweet today. Uh, it was a guy just saying, my dream scenario is that we give up, you know, our second round and the conditional third round pick. Yeah, from Redskins for, realm yeah, or for, whatever. Yeah, yeah for, for Josh Rosen, you know, maybe something a little, you know, money or something. For Josh yep. Rosen, and then go after a dude at a, a, a you know a baller wide receiver at fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. Get that calf. If they or were somebody. able to pull that off, dude, I'm all in next year, bro. I I would be freaking out because that would be a great move by the front office. Again, it's ascribing a lot of so com- little, you know confidence right. in, in that they haven't earned. So yeah. you just got to see what happens, man. And to me, and to silence all the people who think like Josh Rosen isn't as good as what we think he possibly can be. Like, I get it. Yeah, he had a terrible rookie year and things like that. But at the end of the day, if you're forced to either play a rookie who started for one season in professional football or another rookie who, you know, in Dwayne Haskins or another rookie in Drew Locke who, yeah, he started for three seasons, but at Missouri. Like, yeah, those right. are your two guys coming in at 15. And those guys aren't do you want a guy getting who, excited over. Do you want a guy who played a year of professional football? And like showed some promise, and you put him in an offensive friendly system and get him more weapons. I think that's a better chance to win right now than Case Keenum is for sure. Or, or Cole, yeah. Cole, you know, or Cole, yeah. Cole, so, yeah, 
So I think that, I mean, I would like to see that happen, but everyone's saying that it's either going to be like the Patriots, Chargers, or Giants, you know, all these bigger teams with the old Asian quarterback and going to go get them to be the heir apparent. I'm like, if he goes to the Giants, I'm going to be very upset. But if I'm Josh Rosen, I'm like, yo, let me go to the Redskins where I can start this year. You know, I don't have to wait out some another Uh, Eli mess or something. You know what I'm saying? Or wait out for Phillip Rivers or wait out for Tom Brady. So let me ask you this, though. Does Rosen and Jay, do they coexist? Does he have another year on his contract that allows him for growing pains for a rookie quarterback? Technically, yes. Jay contract is two more years, technically. Technically, okay. Jay has two more years. Everyone sees next year as really his last year, but he yeah, technically does have two years. Mm-hmm. So if they won eight games with Josh Rosen, and they were competitive. They would, be happy. The other ones, would you guys yeah. be happy with six wins? No, six wins yeah, is Colt McCoy and Case Keenum. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I would take. I don't want Josh Rosen for six wins. I want Josh Rosen for eight to nine eight. wins. Yeah, to show that you're growing. But. Right. I mean, I don't think they're going to – I don't know, dude. We're just going to wait and see. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things we can't even really speculate because when you – you know, we're just – we're going down these avenues and they could not even be thinking about this stuff. They could be on a totally different page, so it's hard to tell. But one thing – the things that we can't tell, so we'll discuss those, is that Bruce did say that they're working on Brandon Sheriff's extension. And, you know, they're going to have to get that done. And I think that they will. I think everyone in Redskins Park knows – he's going to get paid. So that will happen. And that's going to help with the cap. But, and you know, that's nothing shocking newsworthy. And then the other thing that was nice that he said is that Darius guys will be ready for training camp. So those are tangible things we can talk about, not myths of Josh Rosen. Exactly. And I'm, I'm pretty hype about all that news. Um, you know, Sheriff, we need to lock him down, dude. We need to lock him down. And Big time. Yeah. obviously, go. all of the clips that, that we have seen of Geis up to this point where he's been training and mm-hmm. running, dude, I'm not going to try and get – I'm not going to get too excited, but the boy is looking good, man. He's looking good, and he's very positive. I watch his streams every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in good spirits. You know, on social media, he's doing all the right stuff. Mm-hmm. I have I have a feeling he has potential to be great, so I'm very excited Dude, about it. One thing I can tell you, and I'm pretty, I feel pretty confident in this, and that's just not me overreaching because I'm an excited Redskins fan. I think you can be excited, like it's okay to say you're excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darius Geis is going to succeed. He's going to change the offense drastically. So the dude is. You got to think about it from his perspective. You know, he was kind of he dropped in the drafts. So he's got a chip on his shoulder for that. Then he comes out and tears his ACL, and so now he has to wait a year. And, yeah, dude, he's going to be primed to demolish. I think yeah. he's sure. going to have a good season. I agree. I Let agree. me put it this way. If you can draft him in fantasy in, like, your second or third round, I think it's worth the pick. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely. Second or third rounder, eh? Yeah, I would say that. Like, <clears> if you're picking, you know, seven or eighth and you got picks back-to-back, I would go boom boom. For sure. But we'll talk more about fantasy as we approach the fantasy season. So you got stuff oh, to look forward to. Oh, man. But one thing that oh, is fantasy related and has huge implications for fantasy is one of the best fantasy know, tight ends of all man. time is hanging him up at 29. What a life, dude. dude get what a her, life. Get her, get her retired at 29. And he's not going to – I mean, he's going to work in other things, obviously, just oh, because course. he's so young. But he absolutely does not have to. I mean, and that's the key. He and that's could, the key. He can literally just go to an island somewhere and party and until he just falls over. 
Which is good for him, man. I don't don't think it should be understated. You know, there were a couple moments where he did have scares even earlier in his career with injuries that threatened him being retired. So he made it 29, you know. Nine seasons, three Super Bowls. Personally, I've rather enjoyed watching him play. He brings an excitement and a a passion to football that, you know, most players don't, I don't think, have anymore. But – uh, I'm gonna miss seeing him, especially in fantasy. Like you said, dude, man was a money maker, monster, dude. I mean, like you look at money him, maker. like statistically, you know, yeah, I got his twelve. Brain, you know, he's got the twelve most um, postseason touchdowns. You know, and second to Jerry Rice. Like, hello, <laughs> like right. the dude is. He's a tight end, so he's definitely That's one of the greatest. But I think the fact that he's got sixty mil in bags at his house. Because he didn't, he claims he never used any of his contract money. He lived off his endorsements, so he's got sixty million cash right now. I sail off into the sunset and chill. Right, but I would too. We'll probably see him at WrestleMania or something crazy like that. Oh, you know he's gonna oh, pop up sure. at all these yeah. things, but you know, but oh, it, for it sure. really, it really is. Uh, it's hard to state how smart of a decision this is by Gronk. I gotta say, I mean, you're twenty nine. Mm-hmm. The, you've already got the three Super Bowls. You already got however many touchdowns it is, whatever, 80, no, uh, 79 touchdowns overall. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So, why yeah. What risk, else is there to accomplish? Yeah, exactly. Why risk not being able to walk, you know, in 30 years? Mm-hmm. Dude, he is still in peak physical condition. Mm-hmm. He's just going to I'm telling you, man, he might even join the WWE. You don't know. Crazy hey, things he might, have happened. But, yeah. yeah, no, like – from the health perspective, got to respect it. But then it starts to debate, like, is he the greatest tight end of all time? Because when you look at what he's done in the last nine years, I mean, it, it's like, when you say Gronk, that is synonymous with like an action, a play of like a play style. Like, Oh, you got Gronk almost like you got Moss and stuff like that. So his physicality, his size, his speed, like we didn't see nothing like that. Before, just, so he was uncoverable, man. Uncoverable, and he, you know, uncoverable. Yeah, goes no, out when you, I mean, he really a, he re- revolutionized the position. I mean, honestly, like you got you got guys like uh, Gonzalez who also are the same way, but really before those guys, tight end was not a position that was ever featured, dude. Right, no. it was like a, a last resort. It was a blocking position, really. I mean, like you can kind of maybe catch some. Yeah, you were eligible, like, but we're not going to throw it to you. you know? Yeah, you were not a part right. of our offense. Like, Rob Gronkowski made that Patriots offense go. So, And now everybody's looking for that type of tight end. I mean, we had one, with, or still kind of have one with Jordan Reed, but he was kind of ineffective last year. But, well, he, but he yeah, doesn't have the size of Gronk, though. Like, it's the physical size of Gronk is just ridiculous. He's so huge. But... He's, he's definitely compared, you know, Tony Gonzalez to... Yeah, Tony Gonzalez has to always be mentioned when tight ends are mentioned just because he did it for forever and for sure. consistently. The Iron Man, Great. bro. And then, you know, Kellen Winslow, who was really the first tight end to really yeah, do something. Yeah, like Consecutive 1,000-yard um, receiving before tight ends were ever doing that. So yeah, those two guys are great, but I do think it's worth yeah. the debate there's, there's, to say – that Gronk could be the best of the three. Like, I don't know. It's really. Well, I mean, the stats right there. He's got 0.69 TDs per game. That, to me, yeah. is uh, 79 evidence right touchdowns. 
Yeah, I know Tom Brady's gonna miss him, but he'll he'll find you know. Oh, the Brady will be McDonald's. Yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be all right. They'll probably draft Irv Smith from Alabama. Watch it. I'm calling it right now. That's who they're gonna draft. <laughs> all right, there's Irv the Smith. prediction. Bold prediction alert. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Bill Belichick and Nick Saber are homies, and now he needs a tight end. So watch that. 32nd pick, Irv Smith, if he falls a little bit. That's where he's going, it's Patriots. But, you know, the one thing that's even crazier about the NFL, because, like, a lot has changed in the last two weeks, believe it or not, guys. You know, high alert. You know, it's been two weeks, but a lot has changed. You know, now you can review pass interference calls, dude. Like, yeah, there's a whole the, way. The owners' change. meetings. Judy and I were talking about that when we were playing Fortnite the other day. Yeah, yeah so I mean, so there, I don't really think this isn't the, the cool. this isn't the only rule. Real quick, let's go. Let's just run down the other ones uh, that that have been implemented before we get to this. Yeah, one. but so, they're like ones that yeah, you're not really yeah, going to notice. Yeah, like this so one. the kickoff rule is going to stay the same. Which um, was the rule last year? They just finalized it. it was yeah, blindside so block is now notice. changed a little bit. Um, only okay. football heads are really going to care about that. Yeah, right. If right. uh, both teams foul after the last change of possession, doesn't really matter. You know, all this stuff doesn't yeah. matter. But, again, the last one, uh, what Chalk was saying, is that now you can review pass interference and no calls. Or, uh, yeah, pass interference and no calls, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think that that's I think that this is going to change the game, honestly. Now, again, the same rules apply for challenges. There's still the same amount of challenges that you mm-hmm. have. So, if you miss it, you lose a timeout, all that is good Mm -hmm. so it's going to make it risky but if last season showed us anything this rule is desperately needed because these referees they're human and they miss stuff and when you can go back and watch it on replay and see how egregious some of this stuff is Mm -hmm. you got you got to be able to review that what is this baseball come on now yeah i mean obviously everyone's going to point to the nfc championship game and this is why this is a rule now but if you're a redskins fan you know that that's why they lost to the texans is because of horribly missed pass interference call Josh Oxen, which yeah. you know we win that game. We beat the Texans. We're seven and four. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Changes right. the season. Right Steamrolling. Yeah. Yeah. So um other than you know Alex Smith's leg exploding. But still looks better with seven wins. I don't know. Colin Cowher brought up a good point though, because he's like, you know, receivers are the biggest diva position in the NFL. So you know they always feel like they're getting held or whatever, whatever. Yeah. He's like, so now all game, your receiver is going to be in your head coach's ear saying, like, challenge that coach, challenge that coach. So it could get a little crazy. It could, but that. again, the same rules apply. You only get so many challenges. So if I, I, I guess that's more on the head coach to manage that. Impact. I think it's much needed. That's all. And the only thing I'm going to be worried about is if we get an amazing Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary, like he loves to do, and they call back on a pass interference play. Like, that some things you just got to let go because, like, that's how football is, you know? Right. But It is true. I mean, it is going to change. It's going to make the game a lot more, uh, you know, you're going to be paying attention to the, the little things a lot more now. And I think it's going to cause a lot of overanalyzation of, you know, we already overanalyze the pass interferences and the no calls or whatever, but mm-hmm. imagine how much they're going to overanalyze it now. That's what I'm, then, And that's what I'm saying is, like, we're entering into an era now where, like, Every game could now be, uh oh, conspiracy, conspiracy yeah. rigged. You know, yeah, yeah. I it mean, gives it the does NFL make it easier to, to rig it. Yeah, it gives the NFL just an additional layer of power yeah, to to actually impact the outcome of a game. So coincidence? I don't know. 
but uh, seemed to time out pretty well um, in favor of both people. But we'll see. I think it could change a lot of things. It's going to be interesting, that's for sure. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for the NFL as far as owners' meetings and stuff like that. We're going to – people are getting traded. This is a perfect time to transition because I do have an update. Currently caps 3-2 to on the Canes. Okay, so there you go. Three yeah, and two so on the Kings. The only thing I'll say right Four before we go to the, the right before we go to the Caps is just that you know semi breaking news is that the Eagles just traded for Jordan Howard from the Bears for like a twenty twenty fifth round. Really? Pick. Oh boy. Yeah. So I don't like that news. The Eagles basically just got a two two time thousand yard rusher two, for free. Yeah, they got um, two. So that's not exciting. Tight ends fans. So it's not good. But Eagles, hey, at least we got that Bama D line, baby. I ain't scared. Yeah, Bama made, baby. So, but yeah, so three to two, you said, Blake, in the Cavs game? Yep. Yeah, I've got, the, two, uh, I've got the page up right here. Uh, yeah, three to so two, like four minutes left. Four in fifteen Honestly, in the if third. You can, if the, you guys can see, I got my Stanley Cup champ shirt on tonight in honor of the Cavs playing. You know, as Blake is referencing, if the Cavs win tonight, they clinch a playoff berth. Yeah, exactly. And this is, you know, that's what, exactly what we want. Um, I wish Doss was in the chat so we could troll him that we're playing the Hurricanes. But, you know, Dossie, if you're out there watching this game, uh, we love you. But uh, you're suck. going down. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, it's exciting time, man. We're right about to get into playoff hockey when us folk that don't live in the actual area can finally – finally watch watch the games so (laughs) you better believe that we're going to be bringing back those uh those streams that me and b-dog did oh for sure uh, where we watch the game and react because that was that was a good time so be ready for that when playoff hockey comes around and this is the best benefit of coming to a live podcast is that not only do you get an awesome scripted articulate conversation you get breaking news in live hockey updates. That's right. <laughs> so the beauty of live television, people. But yeah, so does anyone know if Ovi scored his fiftieth goal? Though that's that's a major. Uh, he has not scored tonight yet. So. Okay, so that's pretty dope that my man keeps chugging along and another Every fifty year. season in the books. He like, could. I mean, he could score again. You know, he could score tonight. There's still three minutes left, so that would be sick. Every year. The dude's insane, but you know, like Shoot said, you know, you'll be getting a lot of Caps content here very shortly, so we won't touch on it too long. So we do still have a lot of stuff we want to talk about. But of course, of all days, we have. I know we don't talk a lot of baseball on the Real Talk Gaming Sports podcast, though we do talk a lot of it on the internet. We don't talk too much on the pod, but yeah, if you follow us on mention, Twitter, you know we at least know what we're talking about. Yeah, um, but obviously today's opening day. Unfortunately, our NAS lost, but, you know, okay. before, oh, no, like we lost the first game of 162. <laughs> I know, it's a very long season. So. <laughs> like, long I could care less ahead. about the first 10 games, really. Like, they're all out there walking out on red carpets. Like, that wasn't a real baseball game. Yeah. No, they, I'm not worried about that. Scherzer did throw for 12 Ks, though. Like, you know. Gotta like that. Work. Gotta like you know, that. Easy, easy money for sure. Pretty Trey Turner stole three bases, like it was nothing, you know. So it was really just like them warming up, I think. So yeah, I'm not worried about I that. I mean, it's basically, uh, you know, it's what you know. They're still basically in training mode, man. This is not. Yeah. This is not anything. But the best thing is though that our man Bryce Harper did have, also had his opening day today, with the Phillies. 
magnificently went over three and has already been booed in less than three at bats as a Philadelphia Philly. Oh yeah, this we love this. So you see it here. Uh, I, got, I got some tweets up to show you guys. Bryce Harper struck out a second time. There were boos. Just saying, there were boos. And then uh, Mark over here says, if you had under two point five on the number of at bats it would take for Harper to hear boos in Philly, you win. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce strikes out with a runner on third here in the fourth, bringing a handful of jeers. Not many, but not none either. So it doesn't matter if it's not many, dude. It's your first day in your new city that you signed this mega yep. deal with. You stay in Nashville. Good luck. You God show bless. up today in we'll National Park on you know opening day against the After Mets. After signing like, a, a contract to stay here. Oh my gosh, bro! You probably he probably would have went four for four and had a homer. Like he'd have been jacked up, but you could tell he's nervous. He's Clearly regretting his decision, because why Dude, would you not regret your decision? He, I'm telling you, he's acting like a guy that signed a deal with the devil and instantly regretted it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, I don't he know. Turned if he, full heel, bro. I, yeah, full I don't, heel. exactly. I don't know if he got bad advice. I don't know what happened, but literally, it just seems like he didn't understand what he was doing when he signed it, and now he's like, "Shit, I'm stuck here yeah. for 13 years." Trout's not coming and got a hundred grand more coming. than me. Yeah, hundred mil more. Oh yeah, I mean hundred mil. Sorry, as if it makes a difference. It's all fake money anyway. But whatever. <laughs> you know, but you know, shows up in like a Philadelphia Phillies like uh, t-shirt and had those stupid cleats on today and like. He's, you can tell he's just trying so hard, dude. Like, yeah. it, like it I like seem, Philly now. It doesn't yeah. seem genuine at all. Not even a little Whereas bit. Whereas if he would have just stayed in D.C., dude, he would be, like, on the path to enshrinement. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he would yeah. – it would have – no, it would have sealed his enshrinement, really. Yeah. All he would have had to do is semi-perform, even if he was yeah. mediocre. Yeah, we would have loved him for it. Yeah, and still – he still, still has not thank, thank you. D.C. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, he went full heel, dude. Which, dude, he really did. It was like straight out of the WWE, man. According to all the WWE documentaries we've seen, you know, yeah. you gotta go heel for them <laughs> before they can love you. We're not so, gonna love them. But True. you know, baseball is such a long, ridiculous season. Like we won't talk about that again until a couple months. You know, we'll touch on it every once well, in a while. Well, yeah, I mean, he comes. He comes to DC April second, so we're gonna talk about. So that. we'll definitely talk about it next week for sure. Best believe that, but. Um, we're trying to diversify our podcast, and to that vein, our man B Dog wants to give us a status update on the NCAA tournament because that is also really very relevant news. And even some of my boys back in college were like, "Bro, like you need to be talking more college basketball." And I'm like, "Okay, you don't know so college basketball." So gotcha. B Dog's got us taken care of. Hey, so just real quick, um, shameless plug, uh, Duke. Uh, still playing pretty good, although they just squeaked by UCF, 77-76. I was a close Florida game. Florida's slowly becoming good. a beastly basketball state. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Um, I, I, I think Florida's kind of taken off. I, Ohio State has a rivalry with Florida as well down there, and that was a different dynamic for a different day. But uh, my LSU pick is looking pretty good. I don't know if you guys – I've been following them, but uh, they're oh, rolling. Them through Maryland was Geis, a, at least at the very least. Yeah. I mean, he's a huge LSU supporter. Yeah, which, I always another see layer to, to why I like guys so much is because he's you know Louisiana boy from Baton Rouge, you know, on this team with freaking so many Alabama players. Yeah. He's just like you know, obviously he loves them. They're his boys now, but a little bit of them's like, <laughs> bro, like 
I think that's part of why he wants to show out so bad next year is to be like, look, see what LSU's got. Like, that's just the mentality they have, you know, in the SEC. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he reps their basketball team good. So, that's yeah, I saw they've been doing pretty well. But I do confess, you know, SEC isn't always such a popular pick in the uh, tournament. You know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're always, but, you know, everybody knows their football. But besides that point, you know, Texas Tech is still looking strong. That three pick, uh, three spots, solid, man. Uh, I was a little bummed out. I had Villanova going a little further. And Syracuse pick, man, I'm a Bayheim guy, so it was kind of – it hurt me to see them go. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, the Tar Heels are still alive. Although my... Unfortunately, North wouldn't want you to say, unfortunately. Duke <laughs> and uh, UNC going for the uh, championship. Uh, and that is my nod to North as well. That would be uh, really Not too many the not, not anything really crazy in the Elite Eight is getting ready to be... Uh, Shaking out here from the uh, 30th, and then next week going into early April, you know, we'll be seeing our final four. So I think uh, within the next week, we'll see your ones probably emerge, your ones and twos. Virginia's still alive. Tennessee is still UVA. Shout out to Pedline. He's a big UVA basketball fan. That's true. Um, Houston. So it's obviously Megan uh, Cabin or other friends from high school. But, I was so. a little bummed out that Houston beat OSU, but whatever. Ohio State's football is not Houston. that great. Kentucky. <laughs> I usually pick Kentucky because, you know, everybody loves their one and out. So. Every time I hear Houston, it makes me think of the episode of Seinfeld with George and the interleague play. Oh, uh, man. You I've tell been, that son of a bitch. Houston. <laughs> No Yankee is coming to Houston. <laughs> oh, that was so great when they played in the playoffs last year, too. Yeah, no, dude, it's so classic. But, well, there's your NCAA basketball update from B-Dog. Hey, guys, stay tuned. And I, I know it's, you know, you, you may not like it or you may not follow the first couple rounds with getting ready for the final four like some of us do or you pay attention to your brackets. But I'm a basketball guy. I am a, I've been a lifelong Duke guy, so I – usually follow the tournament every year they usually have pretty good success so yeah it's easy to follow it's i mean it's easy to follow when they're always you know one of the top teams yeah but i can honestly credit. say he's not a bandwagon duke no he's definitely all, yeah, so. that's what i was about to say blake has always been down with duke and that's just been the thing so i can honestly say though i have not watched a single second of any of the <laughs> basketball games during the tournament not even a glimpse at the airport i just have been completely uninterested and I don't know why. I mean, I've just never really been big into basketball anyway, but I usually watch the tournament. This time I'm just like, meh, I don't really care. Yeah, each year since college I've kind of slowly stopped watching and stuff just because life gets in the way and stuff like that. But It's hard to follow, man. There's so many games, and, yeah. you know, you kind of get the uh, How I Met Your Mother moment. All right, this is the year. Yeah. Game's, uh, game's well, over. Yeah, exactly. Like, Wait, you know, what? I know oh, you make no. a bracket because by the end of the first weekend, it's everyone's is already busted. Like, there's only right. one remaining perfect bracket. But that is the beauty of the tournament. You just got to get into the dance. Yeah, that's it's it, just, man. It's just like you're saying, it's a big commitment to watch. But the one shining moment at the end of every NCAA championship for men's basketball is one of the best things in college sports, for sure. Like, the montage they show and – the, all the clutch three-pointers oh, during yeah. games and They're stuff. Hype. So, like, there is awesome stuff about the NCAA tournament. I just don't watch much of it anymore. Yeah, nobody nobody can get, the, you know, the crowd explosions, like, in, in that basketball 
Just say yeah. it, dude. There's not. There's nothing like a, a college basketball game, dude. Yeah. It's yeah, so definitely when buzzer beater, bro. I can tell you this: if it's a UNC Duke national championship, I'm 100 percent watching it. Oh There's yeah, no I'll definitely, I'll even watch I that. Think there's yeah, a very good sure. possibility for that. Plus, UNC Zion is a monster. So. Yeah, as long as his shoes don't fall apart or whatever the hell happened to him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got better shoes now. He's We're got Zion. <laughs> We're taking care of Zion, boys. Don't worry. <laughs> you better, you better treat him like a, a the prince he is, man. Let's yeah. get let's yeah, get this feet elevated. Come on, let's go. Sports talk radio putting out theories. Out People on national shows putting out theories of you know would you trade LeBron for Zion? Like his hype is real, so I would definitely watch him in the national championship for sure. Yo, my man is watch, dude. He's good. So we'll have, to, we'll have to keep we'll keep track of that. But yeah. you know, that's our sports for the night. Um, I do believe we have an update on the Caps game, though, correct? Yeah, the Caps won 3-2, according to uh, Will in the Salud, chat there. Caps. So, he, Ovi, Ovi almost scored on an icing, ice puck. I, when I first read that, Will, I thought you said that he did score on the empty net, and I was hype, and then I saw you put ice a score in, and I was like, oh. score in on Yeah, so, Ovi did okay, not though. score, but, playoff, hey, Caps clinch a playoff spot. We in there. Let's go. Just got to get into the dance, fellas. That's Just right. Into now the, the real season begins. On that's to the Penguins. Round whatever the. It really is, though. Like, that's how I see it. Like, like you're saying, shoot, we don't get to watch uh, yeah. Caps in here. So, like, for us, the playoffs are the, the regular season. Like, that's when it begins because we can start watching them. So, I'm hyped. It's definitely the best time of the year for Caps fans, like, whether you can watch them every day or only during this time of year, it's a great time to be a Caps fan. For sure. So, but like I said, that's it for sports. We're going to transition to our gaming and entertainment. But before we do that, we always got to acknowledge our amazing sponsors. That's right. Catch Fish and Chill, baby. You know about them. You love them. Hopefully. Uh, go ahead. Look, they got some new hoodies out here, some tie-dye Dude, hoodies. And actually, their tie-dyes are lit, The cool bro. thing about these is this is a T-shirt, not a hoodie. All right, so it's not like a sweatshirt. This is like a T-shirt mm-hmm. material, but it has a hood. It is very, very comfortable. I cannot it's recommend the best, it enough, dude. man. It's my favorite it's the, shirt. It's all sure. logoed out with the logo on the hood. I mean, definitely. And look at how Super reasonably funny. priced it is. Thirty-five bucks? Are you kidding me? Plus, <laughs> if you use our code RealTalkWCC, I'm working on getting that changed. But if you use our code, you will get twenty percent off your order which makes that awesome shirt even cheaper. So go ahead and check them out. Send some business their way. Um, use our code so that way they know uh, that we sent you. Yeah, and hit us with a tweet on Twitter when you uh, get that screen cap it with our code so we can holler you out on yeah. the next episode of the podcast. For, for sure. sure. Yeah, we'll do a little, like, segment on that. So I'm telling you, it's quality stuff, man. It's the best. But And also, as always, if you're planning any type of vacation in the near future, Please holler at Mouska Planner with Jess. My wife is starting this little travel agency business, and you know business is booming, fellas. Yeah. It's like AB over here. She's got like six, um, uh, you know, trips already planned in her first month and a half. So Let's we're getting go. the rhythm down, and I promise you, the quotes are seamless, and it's so easy. And if you just want to go on any trip, just don't plan it yourself. Let us do it for you. It's totally free. It is free to you, so. And, and so a little bit about this. I was down there visiting Chalk over spring break, as you guys know, um, and I was watching her work on this stuff, and it's it really is amazing. Like, really. Like, Dude, you don't crazy. have to do anything. 
I'm like, I can't believe that they don't have to pay for this service. It's literally no. shocking. Um, yeah. But as you can see on her Facebook page here, if you're not liking it, please go on and like it. Uh, and you can get all these deal updates, but she has a deal alert up right now for something at Hogwarts um, at Orlando Studios. Yeah. So, so cool, man. Now is the time to do it, man. I'm telling you, if you're planning on going on a trip down there and you don't use them, you're not doing it right. All right, yeah, you convinced like, me, dude. I'm watching Harry Potter this weekend, bro. <laughs> dude, Harry Potter World, I went in December. It's the most amazing thing ever. Honestly, I I'm a huge Harry Potter so fan. Bad. I mean, I got the tattoo and I got the phone case. I got everything. I want to so, go so bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's she literally so will play in everything and she types it all up. Literally, all you got to do is just answer a couple questions and it's totally free and it's going to be all planned out for you. So. Awesome. Holler at us. That nice deal at Universal is like you pay for two nights and you get three nights for free. It's ridiculous. Like if you even have any inkling of wanting to go, like, they're going to double your more than double your trip by just booking. It. <laughs> so yeah. it's legit. But definitely check it out if you want to go on any type of trip. We do cruises and all that stuff too. But as we talk about gaming, where do we always start, fellas? Where? There's only one place. There's only one place. Can, can we just get? Can we get the gaming segment sponsored by trashing EA? Or I'm something? telling can you, we one of these days, one of these days when I uh, when I have some time, I'm going to create some transitions for these segments, and to go into gaming, it's just going to be like the bash EA segment because this is <laughs> we always all start we there. Do. But it's not that they don't deserve it. It's not like we're unfairly mm. picking this company out of nowhere to just give mm. them shit. Right. Yet again, they are back in the news. Yet again. For laying off 350 more employees. This is just comes after they laid off a whole shitload like five months ago. Mm-hmm. They're ramping down operations in Japan and Russia. We're deeply focused on increasing the quality in our games and services. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Empire. Well, yeah. Thanks, Palpatine. Like, right? I really believe you. Right? That's what I'm saying. Nice try, so, bro. They have 9,000 total employees and 350 just got cut. Um, and, you know, they've come mm, out and said that they're, uh, they're taking important steps as a company to address our challenges. We are focused on increasing the quality of our games and service. You know, what the hell, whatever the hell that means. Um, okay. <laughs> so for a company that is, inc- you know, apparently trying to focus on their, uh, you know, quality of their games and service, they don't really make the best decisions. And the latest decision that they've really messed up on is by releasing Firestorm. First of all, most people didn't even know that this was coming out. And if you don't know what I'm talking I didn't about, know. it's the Battle Royal mode that was supposed to be in Battlefield 5 when it dropped, but they pushed it back because, you know, hey, we're going to sell a, a game at $60 that oh, has nothing in it. Oh, that's what that is, dude? Yeah. Well, you learn something new every day. There you go. And <laughs> so, I was Battlef- Battlefield 1 guy. Yeah. There you go. So not even not even uh, really marketing this very well. They decide, okay, now it's time to release the battle royal mode. Uh, in the already saturated market, first of all, against a fellow game under their company banner, Apex Legends, which is currently dominating yeah. the game next to Fortnite. Yeah. Right. So you're gonna put this this other product that had a terrible release not even really hype it up or do anything and just drop it in the middle of the height of Apex Legends where they just dropped their first uh, they just dropped their first season pass mm-hmm. like how are you setting this game up to succeed like honestly you're not they're not I mean there's they, no other way they, to look they, at it they didn't have a plan for it 
Exactly. No. And my, it's, by the way, my Xbox community, they all dropped Battlefield Five. Yeah, it's not surprising. And that's crazy because they were comp level good. Comp level good. Yeah. And they so, don't even, they didn't even touch it. Yeah, appreciate the alert, Casey. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um no, I, mean, I know that's, that's what I'm saying. Like it, let's drop this sick, you know, DLC essentially for free to the people who own the game. Like <laughs> Like no one knows that game no more. That's People traded that game in, and the player base right. is very it's it's low, and they really I mean think about how they could have done this. Think about this. They come out, they market this game for about a week and a half, two weeks that it's coming out, <clears throat> but they market it as free to play. Mm-hmm. And they say and they say, look, we we know we messed up the release of Battlefield. We apologize. Come try the battle royale, and we're so confident that you'll like it. You will you'll then go the out and purchase the game. Because I watched the thing today, a little review, and the guy was saying that Dice has actually made the the base game Battlefield Five pretty damn good now. They've, they've made a lot of fixes, and, and it's actually pretty awesome. It's too late. But nobody's playing it exactly. It's too little, too late. So this could have been a way to reinvigorate the fan base and say, "Look, we know we we jacked it up. Try this this portion of the game for free. We're so confident in it that you'll buy the <laughs> full game." <laughs> Yeah, just like a little company named Epic did. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Because, you know, the real Fortnite game, the original, like the, the PvE side has been around for like seven years. No, so they've been the developing same. it. Yeah, they've been developing it. Well, but it. either way, it's been around. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, It's yeah. been a thought for yeah. that long. And so they're like, you know, this, we got to help get this off the ground. Let's do this for free. Yeah. But And what instead, did it do? It made like, everybody think about buying it. Instead, they're like, in typical EA fashion, like, hey, look, we'll make a very pretty trailer and then put the game on sale for thirty nine 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 in the PlayStation Store so people will buy the game at a discount. Yeah. Instead of just giving away Firestorm for free and then turning around and selling it for right. full price to right. people. Yeah, it's it's full. I mean, it's peak EA. It's exactly what you would expect from them. It's just near let's criminal. compete against ourselves. That's what I'm saying. That's, really, that's it what's really so is near criminal, dude. It really... Like, I've been pretty quiet on the EA stuff. Like, that game really triggered me. I was really, really excited for Battlefield Five. You and pre-ordered they re- it and everything. That mm-hmm. broke my heart, man. And then I go out that, and that get it for really half price me. three days after you bought it? Dude, I would be I pissed, was... too. Yeah. That's so, all yeah. I want to say about that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm telling you, man, they're the Thanks Eagle lot, Empire. And they, control, and they control Star Wars, which is even more and, impressive. Well, you know dude. what the worst yeah. part is about all this? This is the worst part. Go on Twitch right now, and I guarantee in the top ten games, there's at least three or four EA games being streamed right now. And that's the problem, is that, yes, they're terrible. Yes, we talk shit about them all the time. But the, 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 the companies that they have working for them that produce these games actually do make good games. Like Battlefield Five, I'm sure, is a good game. It's that it's covered right. in so much shit that EA puts on it. Mm-hmm. That we get pissed off, but the game itself is fun. So it gets streamed, it gets played, and then EA looks at the numbers and they're like, like hey, oh, yeah. we're doing pretty oh, well, good we, out yeah. here. We've got the top, oh, four yeah. of the top ten oh. games out there. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, man, From a mega, huge, publicly traded company where everything is a number. And just for $5.99, you can get a care package. Dude, that's an easy thing to sell to freaking shareholders who don't know what video games are. Exactly right. All these super dude, rich that's people why that episode of South Park is so funny, dude. When they make fun of the uh, phone games and they microcharge everybody. Yeah, they're like, 
You got these 10 people in a boardroom, and you're, you can easily say, hey, look, we made this amount of money. Selling bullshit. Look at these numbers. We have, look at these numbers. We have four of the you know, top 10 games. You're like, oh, yeah. They're oh, not, they're not reading the yeah. forums or anything. They don't give a shit. Yeah, so that's the problem. But, you know, and you know, my buddy who bought Anton, the guy who tried to give me the pre-code and all that stuff, when I talked Ooh, to him about it, he man. was like, he's like, dude, I didn't even open it. He's like, he's like, I have it. He pre-ordered it. He's like, I picked it up at the store just because I had paid for it, but it's completely still in his wrapper. He's like, Talk I read about all the reviews a, and a game played the crashed. beta, and it's like I couldn't even give like give it the justice to even put it in my console. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the that's thing is that, tough. and and the worst part is, is yeah, they're taking the hit, they're firing these people, so it's obviously affected them, but. They're going to still do the same shit. They're not, not going to change. change. They're not going to change. Whereas, whereas other companies, and which is what he said Finally to me after he talked about Anthem, he said, positive. you know, if you go play The Division, which is made by a company in Ubisoft who is committed to sticking Doing with Doing what game. they do. Yeah. And they stuck and with the first he, Division. Yeah. He gave me glowing reviews of that game. So someone who's like, look, I've seen the other looter shooter on the market and it's trash, but you go play this one and it's the game that the other one should be. Yeah, no, exactly right. And again, you can't, it draws the, the stark contrast between EA and Ubisoft. Like Ubisoft, while, you know, they, they went through that period of time where they were basically reskinning, uh, Assassin's Creed every year and just throwing it out there. (laughs) Yeah. They actually yeah. took some backlash after that and understood and heard the community. They actually mm-hmm. give a shit about the people that play their games. Mm-hmm. So they committed to Division 2. Now, they didn't abandon Division 1 at all. They also never abandoned uh, For Honor. You know, these mm-hmm. games that had rocky starts, they did everything they could to bring them around. And it looks like they took the lessons from Division 1 and just put it right into Division 2 so it came out the gate. Just getting great reviews. It's currently sitting Money. at an 82 on Metacritic, uh, a 7.3 user score. Every hey, let's single, go, man. every single review I've seen on YouTube has been like, "This is a breath of fresh air. This is like everything we've been waiting for. This is what looter shooters are supposed to be like." Mm, and awesome. most importantly, they all say that you know, if you like Division One, then you will love this. I game. loved it, man. Yeah, I grinded so, that game so hard, so quick. Before we were on Twitch, yeah, we this is, this is pre said. the pre Twitch eras. We freaking grinded that game so hard. So you're right. Every review is saying like, if you like the first one, you're definitely gonna like this one. But the, to me, the most impressive thing is is like like you're saying, shoot, Ubisoft was like, okay, we messed up this with yep. For Honor, we messed up this with that, like. Let's make sure we get this one right here, right out the gate. And that's just so rare in 2019 to get a game that, that when you purchase it, it has perfect 30 hours of content. Exactly. You know, admit, it's a full man, game that has everything it's supposed to have. You guys have really opened my eyes. I didn't really understand how much support. Because for me, for these games and Wildlands, you know, <clears throat> I, I hit these games real hard, real quick. Um. And then you guys caught up to me. Then we played it for a little while. You guys moved on. Then I kind of stopped and went on to my own thing. Then you guys went back to it, and I kept going forward. So it was, like, very interesting to me because you guys kept saying, dude, Blake, they go back and they support their game. They go back. Mm. They're still supporting For Honor. Yeah. 
Mike the other day just was like, hey, you guys downloading for honor anytime soon or coming back to it? It's I mean, that's that's a year and a half later, you know, you know, our boy Paul played that game consistently up until yeah. I think uh, like a couple months ago. Um, and then he said it's the skill curve got too out of control. But, uh, you know, he literally grinded that game the whole time. And he was constantly saying that to us, like, you know, yeah, they're, back, they're, they're really yeah. making this thing work. It's pretty awesome. Blah, 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 blah. And again, that's true of all their games. And like, we, you know, just the other day we were talking about Wildlands and I was like, dude, I kind of want to play that game again. Like, I remember <laughs> yeah. we have a, that YouTube video of me and Blake doing pistols only. Like, oh, that dude, would be great content. So yeah. much. But yeah, it's so only much. because they support the games for so long. And then again, they took the lessons and they put it all to use in this new game. But the most, right. the thing I'm most, you know, happy about is the fact that we all waited. And we all mm. waited to see what the game was going to be, and now that the That's game is just good, to say. we're going to go reward them. You know, I'm going to give yeah. you my money now that I know that it's good. Yeah, we have it documented on you know the Real Talk Gaming Sports podcast that we were going to wait it out, wait and see the the wait and see tribe from Scrubs. You know, see what the review said, watch some Twitch streams. Did we did all our research? That's right. I feel pretty confident about this purchase. So um, it's definitely something that I'm looking forward to, especially because it's in D.C., dude. That yes. awesome makes it and fun. And we'll be playing it tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. On stream, folks. So come back and guys. Sure you, you are looking curious about it, wondering if you should be playing it. Come check us out tomorrow. Initial reaction stream. Back in yeah. the division world. Gotta love world. the initial reaction. I don't reaction. know if I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. I'm a little worried. I... Don't know if I can get addicted to another game. Oh my god! Yeah, you can. Hush, hush, child. You'll be oh my goodness, dude! As if oh, you can't get addicted to another game. I mean, you're. We're all addicted to the same three games. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right, right. If we yes. get addicted, you're getting addicted. Yeah, exactly. Is what it is. Yeah. Addiction by association. <laughs> so, sorry, Charlie. Accurate, accurate. You know, just when you think you're out, they keep pulling you back in. <laughs> so. Right. I mean, and just to that vein, the one company that keeps pulling you back in is our, our good old boy Fortnite. I'm telling you, man. Stream. Fortnite. You know, we had somebody in the chat the other night say, oh, Fortnite's dead. Didn't you know? Didn't somebody tell you? And I'm like, this game's never going to be dead to us, I don't think. Oh. Like, Not for OGs like yeah, us. I, I mean, think. we've been in the game for way too long. I've got so much invested in this game. And it's fun as shit, dude. I don't care what anybody says. It's fun. So, yep. they, they just released a new update, and to just run down the, the things here, they got a new uh, lava mode. The floor is lava mode, which I absolutely love. Which I played love. a couple times earlier today. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it, yo, it is crazy. The poison dart trap. Um, I've used new forage items. They've got bananas and chili peppers. Um, but the biggest the biggest updates here have all of the you know sweatiest folks who play Fortnite all up in arms. <laughs> all all up the in pros arms. are freaking out. Um, there's yeah, a lot of controversy you. surrounding this, but basically, for the last few weeks, they've had uh, some systems in place where when you kill somebody, you get health and shield back. Um, you get 50, 50 of each material to kill right. somebody, um, and the mats have been capped to five hundred. And the harvest rate was increased by 40%. So you could easily get to four, 500 mats pretty quickly. Go to the mansion, relax. Yeah, and then like you don't have to worry over. about... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
So you like, didn't have to Gora. Gora, what's up, man? Uh, so they so again they added these things in because it was part of their competition mode, and we all I have to say I liked it. I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was good, um, especially the mats situation. I thought that was great. Um, but they so in this update they took all of that out. Okay, and they took it out in the core game modes, but they right. left it in in the competition mode. So if you, yeah. if you play competition, you don't really notice this. But mm-hmm. yesterday when we were in the game, I was legitimately like, this mat situation is unbearable. Like, I've been <laughs> harvesting for freaking 15 minutes. I have 200 materials of each. It's because it you got used to the speed one, though, dude. That's, That's how, how it was. Speed, you had to really focus on the... The hit marker to get That's the higher numbers. Saying, yeah. They're just and bringing it back, dude. You, you just never, got the t- you got the taste of the speed drug on you're right, farming, you're right. and you're so, just like going through withdrawals. In addition to this, uh, you know, so we I put out because I saw all the the pros freaking out yesterday, and I so I put out of on course Twitter, they did. I was like, somebody break it down for me and explain why it's so bad. Um, and you know, a bunch of people responded, and this this guy that we follow uh, that follows us, we follow him. He's a you know, reached out to us on Instagram a bunch of times. I love that um, gift. Austin, he says, hot take. I feel this is Fortnite's way of getting people to play the new competitive mode and ultimately compete in their World Cup upcoming. Um, ah, interesting. And I think that's an interesting take, you know. Uh, Force gonna, them into the modes you want them to play. Exactly. If, you were, ah. if you're really that butthurt about those things being taken out, you're going to go and play the competitive go mode. playing comp mode. And those are the, the people that are, again – that are really focused on that are the sweatiest of them all. And so just those to, are the ones just you to, want in competition. Also yeah. include for the competitive mode as well, I, I think that that's their answer to some of the complaints as well because that's all tiered off. Suddenly now you're playing against tiered ranked players at each division. They have what you generate and call height mode or whatever. Yeah. So based off of X amount of games, you move up and up and up. And that's what some of those pro players were saying anyways. What they wanted was some sort of filter and or to some sort of regulation on the – I I think it personally helped the pros out. I think you just do – you do exactly what Rocket League does. Have divisions. Same thing. Exactly. Just do the same thing. And that's – It's a more enjoyable experience for everybody. yeah, I, I mean, agree. I think what you 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 still have a casual mode. I think you know, just like for uh, just like Rocket League does, and then mm-hmm. you have the ranked ladder matches. Competitive and I think, modes. Yeah. I think that's La- what they're trying to get ladder to. Ladder match. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to get to. <laughs> so with many this, WWE uh, references this episode. Well, that's so because we've been watching a lot of WWE documentaries. It's on the brain. Dude. If you were a listener of the pod, go get WWE Network free on trial and yeah. get into our wormhole with us. For real, for real. Um, but yeah, I think you know, I think that's where they're going. They got this new arena mode in there where it's like you know, competing for the World Cup or whatever. Yeah. I think that's the precursor to ranked matches. So, um, you know, I, again, it's hey, it's still in early access. There people. you go. And I, the thing that bothers me, this the only thing that bothers me is you know the fact that I get it, it's in early access. They're still testing shit. But it just feels like every three weeks, the whole meta of the game changes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and we have to right. readjust our strategies to to stuff that we, you know, it's like, man, we like that. What? Why well, are you maybe doing this to us? Maybe they're doing that to keep the sweats down. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Like keep, these people are figuring them. out this game. Some of the too patch quick. notes that I read, they were saying they were discouraged by whatever stats they referenced in yeah. the 
aggressiveness of players in relationship to early game and late game. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, the sweat makes was sense. real in the last patch. I mean, you literally could not play that game competitive. <laughs> sweat, I mean, sweat, sweat was real. You could not literally, you literally could not what? play that game casually at all. I mean, and I remember when they first did all of that, you had all of the same guys that were freaking out about this patch. We're freaking out and saying, man, it's like I can't even play a casual game anymore. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so now so that Fortnite addresses that, they're like, man, it's like, dude, the game is free. You, Calm down. When you say the people who are freaking out, are you referring to like the ninjas of the world? Or yeah, like, like the, who, comp- the super competitive players, like uh, all, all the big streamers of Fortnite. You know, they're the ones that I'm referring to when yeah. I say that. Yeah, well, chill out, man. Life's too short to be freaking out over a free game at yeah, the right? end of the day. That's, that's what I'm saying. Right. And, he, and even to take like, the effort to tweet about it, it just seems ridiculous. But like, and that's my thing. Like, yes, I know most people pay for Fortnite at this point, but at the end of the day, it is you still don't have free. to. It's exactly. Still free. You don't have to. Hey, we played. We played with the play brass the yesterday. You we played with the brass yesterday, who has no. not spent one dollar on this game. So superficial. Good. For you him. can literally play the you game. No edge. And pay zero dollars and straight up regular skins and even if you play in just no skin you know no skin you'll eventually unlock stuff too they give you free unlockables and the no pay side too That's so right. correct you'll still get some stuff and you could technically be the best fortnite player in the world That's technically because right. That's That's you right. have zero if you're just good at it there's no competitive edge in any of the things that they sell whereas every other company it's like hey buy this star card and you can have all the powers <laughs> exactly <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, Epic is in a late league of its own in that regard, so it's always going to be, it's kind of where we started streaming, I think, I think we're always going to be playing it until it's literally dead, I think. Yeah, I agree, I, I agree. I don't see but, us ever leaving it just because we, it's the perfect game for us, we just have a good time playing it. In a yeah. game, out, you can play them fast, play them slow, yeah, and, team game. And like we were saying with the Division 2, though, like we do want to, like, you know, we're a diverse channel here people like we you know you have that there's always a debate on twitch like should you play one game that yeah. your community loves like right we're everything man you come to real talk gaming and sports you get a podcast yeah. you get freaking division two fortnite rocket league red dead redemption solo you get everything so and then we get what's next please can we go there dude because yes, i'm so hyped for this next in, thing in terms of diversifying our portfolio even further i'm super hyped about it too because technically i've never played any you of think, them that's how yeah. excited is, I am is this it. gonna pull both of you guys in oh we're, really? i'm in. getting it yeah i'm already in dude. all right I'm in. all right today and the main just, reason is the main reason thing. is is that i've watched connie play this a lot yes and i'm in dude all right let's tell them what we're talking about here let's so bring today first official ever Borderlands 3 trailer dropped, and I was shook. Let's it set, go. It set the internet on fire, I will say I that. Was, and, let's uh, go. Mind we're gonna you, go I've ahead never and, played a Borderlands game ever in my life, and I was shook. Let's go. Yeah, neither have I, and again, shook. So we're going to uh, go ahead and play this trailer for you so you go. guys can be just as shook as we are. Turn that out. Turn that thing up.
Fortnite has prepared as well for this sad state. Yeah, you're right. Dude, I love the art style though, bro. It's so cool. What were you saying, B? The graphics? No, I'm saying that's what I. It's, it's funny how I describe Fortnite. It's, it's borderland, borderland of that. That is, that is how you used to describe it when we first started playing. If you're not ready for it, it's like you're playing a freaking graphic novel, bro. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. I was going to say like a cartoon, but yeah, graphic yeah, cartoon, whatever. I mean, it's all of this animated style. If you're not used to it, it'll throw you off. It's just so entertaining. And then every time you replay it, it levels you up again. It makes all the enemies harder. There's replay yeah. value to it. And you know me, I like my classes. Oh, the mini. Oh, bro. Ooh, catch a ride. That's why I always say that. Oh, I always call Baddies, we got those. Music's wild as shit, too. I know, dude. This, game is been, yeah. this one, I might say, might be day one, just because it's seven years. Yeah. I'm definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Goro. This is going to be sick, dude. You'll have to play with us, bro. Yeah, you can play with the four-player co-op. Man, I yeah, can't talk four-player co-op. Plus, you can do split screen four player. Damn, for real? I always like those games. Yeah. That's. Over one billion guns? Are you kidding me? Nope. Guns with Dude, legs? Like, we got you, bro. That's what uh, Borderlands is like known for, right? Is their guns. Yeah, you know, it's just their, the massiveness because they to go with the cartoony graphics, it gives them options for everything else. Yeah. They can just do any crazy out like a gun. Any crazy thing you could possibly do. with legs. I gotta say, man, I am freaking hype. I wish you guys would have gotten the, the handsome collection of, or something. Yeah, yeah, handsome collection or just any one of them just to see it. So breaking Chody! news. Chody, how's it yes. going? Yes, Chody. <laughs> no, we, we all were just all there with you. Wait, so semi breaking news for the Real Talk Gaming and Sports Podcast is that next <laughs> week the original Borderlands, Borderlands 1 Game of the Year Edition upgraded to the PS4 graphics Ooh. is coming out uh, next week. For free? Uh, no, how not much? free. Oh. <laughs> I think, I don't know. The date, the can price is in, uh, I would say probably twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's got to be at least yeah. all DLC, all online stuff, everything. Yeah, you know, they remastered it and they're bringing what? that out. But like a game like that, that's the cartoony look, like a remaster. Yeah, you can bring that the functionality. up to quick. Yeah. Like I, I saw that remaster versus the remaster of the new, you know, the Assassin's Creed. And like I can actually see the value in the Borderlands one. Right, right, right. Right. So you asked definitely and you received, me, yeah. Definitely exciting. 
Chody, welcome, man. Thanks for popping in. Goro, we're glad you're here. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate you all hanging out with us at the podcast. But yeah, so it's going to be lit, man. I'm pretty excited about it. And I know Connie's going to get it, so we'll have another person to play with, and it's going to be fun. So there will be new games on the horizon for the stream. Just just because, like I said, you know, you come to us, we're definitely a variety stream. For sure. Variety, baby. You you never know what you're going to get with Real Talk. Hey, Jody with the host. Oh, thanks for the host, Jody. Appreciate you. I mean, that's why you got to come back is because you just never know what you're going to get, man. Like, hey, like I said, tonight we talked baseball. What a crazy world we live in. And how many streams do you know that have three gorgeous men with awesome beards (laughs) on at all times? I mean, all times. It's not just the podcast. It's the stream, too. That's right. What you watching on Hulu, Jody? And that, thank you, B Dog. That's a perfect thing to say. He's some. He's Chody's watching something on Hulu, and we're going to talk about some entertainment news and exactly. the things that we watched recently. Oh, you guys for, watched something recently too? What'd you guys see? Talk we we saw the most anticipated movie in Real Talk Gaming Sports podcast history because I think we've talked about it for nine weeks in a row. Nine it was the hottest thing in it. pop culture, man. What Finally, do you want me to do? B dog, we can finally put Shoot's favorite topic to rest after tonight. Hallelujah! It's not every, my favorite topic, baby. It's Twitter. What do you What do you want me to do? Oh my every god! Let's just put this thing to rest. Come I've on, I've seen let's from go. Shoot. First thing, entertainment. Captain Marvel. I'm like, man, what is this Groundhog's Day? But uh, for real though, <laughs> we did see it. I'll uh, I'll let Good. Shoot give his initial reaction because his is harsher. So I'll let him give you the pragmatic side of things. Yeah, and I'll give so, you the casual viewer. Yeah, so you know, obviously, as Chuck said, I've been following the drama surrounding Captain Marvel, and you know, from mostly the perspective that it was absolutely ridiculous, the entire thing I just thought was stupid. Like it just seemed like this was drummed up by Marvel to get people talking about the movie. Um, but I, you know, I, so I went into it with a slightly jaded view of what it was going to be. And I got to say, I was pleasantly surprised by how entertaining it was. I thought it was a good movie. Um, I thought that there was some unnecessary stuff in there, some unnecessary Mm. messaging and all that, which you expect, but unlike, you know, Star Wars, Han Solo, it was not immersion breaking. It was not to the Mm. point where I was like, oh, this is stupid. It was just like. Oh, I roll and then move on. Um, there was one part, again, no spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it, but there was one part that it was supposed to be a serious scene, um, and it legitimately made me laugh out loud because of how ridiculous it was in trying to push this you know, feminist message. But Just to put that into perspective, I, I liken that to uh, the scene with uh, Leia <laughs> floating, Leia floating through, through the space. Air. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a lot like that. It's supposed to be a, so, uh, uh, an intense B, scene. You have I just seen was it? Laughing. No, I haven't. Not yet. Okay. I was supposed so spoiler. Then I'll give the, the well. Now, well, we're a spoiler-free channel yeah. here. Yeah. We'll talk gaming and sports. Yeah, yeah. So, again, if you're a loyal listener and follower and viewer of the pod, you know Chip has been super analytical about Captain Marvel. Super. Me, I'm, you know, I'm wasn't as deep and so i went into it to really honestly 100 open mind for that movie like i expected something but you know you go into it knowing it as a passive viewer you're not surprised when you see it let me put it that way but overall i think it's an important movie to see yeah i agree with that. only because when you think of the grand scope of what endgame needs to be to to finalize the story and the things that need to happen it legitimizes her role into that effect i, I think agree. and 
So it's important to see, and I would recommend it, just know, yeah, of course, it's a Marvel Disney movie. Like, there's going to be some message in there. Yeah, right. Like you said, not a merger breaking. I was very pleased with it in that regard. I was happy that I was happy with my purchase. I'll say that I walked out of the theater satisfied with the movie I had just seen. And the only thing that upset me is that the marketing got in the way of how I perceived it going into it. Mm -hmm. So like that's the difference between you and me. Yeah, If I had gone into it excited because they didn't market it terribly and all this stuff. I would have been much, much more happy with that movie. But I got to yeah. say, if you're, if you're on the fence about seeing it and you're, and you're definitely going to go see Endgame, you have to see it just so you understand where she fits into the story. They really didn't right. do a great job of explaining why she's so you know powerful and all that, but I have a feeling they're going to expand on that some more. Um, you just it, does, it's, it makes it so that when you go into the next movie, she's not going to come out of nowhere and you're going to be like, oh, this is just ridiculous. Right. To that effect, right. shoot. I had a, a student in my office today. He's wearing a Captain Marvel t-shirt and a Avengers hat. So, of course, I was like, yo, you excited for Endgame? And he was like, oh, yeah, of course. And he kind of started talking about Captain Marvel a little bit. Mm. And he, as a super fan, kind of helped me a little bit in that regard. But yeah. So I'm going to tell you what I learned today about that to help oh, okay. you understand better. Yeah, okay. But, again, spoiler-free channel. We'll talk about it offline. Yeah. But overall, from two, two different point of views, hypercritical, thinking it's going to be a message basher to someone who was just like, eh, I'll yeah. go see a movie because my brother's in town and I want to see Endgame. Cool. Let's do right. that. Right. Yeah. Anyone can enjoy this film, I think. And actually, awesome. before we transition to the next topic, there's a, a new uh, poster that just dropped today of the movie. I sent it mm. to Chalk earlier, but uh, it's Avenge the Fallen with George Costanza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I made this meme today because I saw these memes have been getting hot. Yeah. And uh definitely had to make this one because these these memes are pretty funny, but So I'm I'm glad I'm actually glad you said that because when we were talking like what can we talk in entertainment? I looked at like the moments section on Twitter and one of the things was like how the events of the fall of memes have taken over the internet and you know, I saw some really funny ones, like one with like Dobby in there yeah. and like other different stuff. And oh, you know, when damn. you sent me that one, it was like perfect timing. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's you actually picking up some steam. Yeah. It's picking up some steam over there on Reddit. I posted it on Reddit. Uh, I'm not a big Reddit guy, but um, currently has you you 40, 41 upvotes, which I guess is hey. good. 41 upvotes and six comments. So, yo, it's nice. catching, so. catching the world on fire. So. Yeah. So Chu, for those who don't know, I mean, he does run our incredibly successful cap off to you to our Real Talk Gaming Twitter handle has more likes. I mean, more follows than mine does. So kudos to Thanks, you. Thanks, man. That. I really put a lot of work and effort into <laughs> it. And, I, you know, I really tried hard. Oh. Oh, sorry. Wait, but it's what? just funny because you're always like super excited about when stuff pops off on Twitter. Yeah. Which is, of course, you because and this is why anyone who asks me, like, you know, I do social media professionally and things like that. And I've studied it in college and where people are like, why is Twitter so relevant? Is because at the end of the day, if you can get interaction with a celebrity, that one in a million chance that they're going to tweet you or like you or whatever, it it's unlike huh? any other social platform. So, yeah. Because of that, it's going to always pop, just like it did this week, man, with that crazy Fortnite thing. Yeah, so uh, if you follow us on Twitter, um, I tweeted out about uh, around January, right when they first dropped the crazy feet emote, 
Um, I made a little YouTube video. It's like 18 seconds long, just explaining how that emote is from the movie Grandma's Boy. And on Sunday night, Nick Swardson, who is one of the stars of that movie, found the tweet somehow. I didn't tweet it at him. I just hashtag Grandma's Boy, so he must have been just Which is impressive, dude. Like, from someone who does that professionally, I gotta tell you, that's impressive. Yeah, so he must have just been combing through the Grandma's Boy uh, Twitter. Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag, and found it. And he tweeted it out. Currently, on his account, it has 63 retweets and 1,000 likes. Um, Boosted our profile exponentially the the youtube wow. video now has like over 800 views um and then two days later the main star of the movie alan covert uh also quote tweeted my tweet uh with the link to the youtube video um so our twitter has kind of been blowing up over the last few days it's been pretty nice i gotta say uh lots of new follows lots of new uh likes and all this other stuff so thank you to those Dude, guys Thank you very much. I understand, man, because, you know, when I've had a couple good one-off gifts on the sports Twitter, our RTAGS podcast Twitter, like the one that I had over a thousand likes on it, dude, there's nothing like it, bro. Your phone's blowing up and you're like, yo, this is crazy. So the the connection you can have with someone by just simply hitting the heart button on your phone, like that's crazy, like compared to where we were 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they, that they somehow found that and took the effort to actually like retweet it, like not just retweet it, but they like quote tweeted it. Um, that's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, I guess I got to make more of those short little YouTube videos explaining dances. Cause (laughs) if we catch one, we got to post it. It could be a thing, you know, could be a thing. So, but yeah, and, and it's it's just really cool because that is honestly one of our favorite movies. If you haven't seen Grandma's Boy, highly recommend. Um, great, great watch. You know, it's definitely so funny. Dude. It's it's one of the funniest movies if you're a gamer. Um, so if you're watching the stream and you haven't seen Grandma's Boy, you need to watch Grandma's Boy. Yeah, you go, go watch it right go now. Get hey, it. You. <laughs> it's probably on Amazon or something for for rental or Netflix so, or something. Yeah, go find it, watch it. It's hilarious. Thank us later. It's also yep. incredibly quotable, which, of course, if you come to our channel, you come for the, the moderate gameplay and the sickest references. And the sickest so, references, dog. You got another grandma's boy, grandma's boy references with us. Right. Right. But you also come to the pod for movie reviews, fellas. We do everything here. Got it all. We're your one-stop shop for everything you need. So we just switched from one movie review to the other movie review, which is ironic. I'm the only one of the two that's seen both of them. So <laughs> that's true. True. I'm like, see, this is why I'm the host is because I know everything. All right, Al. So let me ask you. <laughs> and I mean so, everything. The movie that's that we're right. talking about here is Triple Frontier. What do you think? Yes. So here's my thing. Like, I'm a big Ben Affleck fan just because I feel like, and I've uh, been, me too. I've been. I've been an Affleck fan for years, and I was oh, the one bro. who pushed, kind of kept giving Chip some, you know, like, yo, check him out. I promise you he's good. But all that being said, uh, it's okay, like, the movie all together. And again, spoiler-free here. We're not going to give spoiler any spoilers free. away. But the thing to me that was the most shocking, which I feel like impacts my viewership the most, was that I felt like Ben Affleck was the weakest actor in the movie. I agree, crazy. dude. That's shocking I, to hear, oh. co- hear come out of your mouth, dude. You have been the biggest Ben Affleck advocate I've seen dude. in, in it's years. It's tough. It's tough to say that, man. And there's just a couple specific moments where you're just underwhelmed. 
I'm like, you're not giving it to me, man. Like, <laughs> just underwhelmed on, by man, it. You're not man. giving it's it really, to me. Really, he's you're like, just, he, he's, you's just meh. Okay, he, he's like checked out, man. He did Batman, didn't go well, and he's just kind of like, man, now I'm doing a Netflix movie. Like, I think that's how he approached it. Where the rest of the cast, they brought it, dude, and I felt like it was they did very good. And like overall, yes, like in a microcosm, the movie is worth watching and it's good. But it's okay. when we played the trailer on this stream, like I was so I was looking forward to that for the longest Same. time, dude. As soon as I saw a Ben Affleck movie, I was like, yep, going to watch that. Yeah. So it definitely let me down in that regard. I agree. Yeah. But if yeah, you're bored but... on a Saturday night, and we talk about this all the time between the three of us, not very much on the, the pod, so we're going to bring it up now. There's nothing harder on a Saturday night than picking a movie to watch. Dude, you know, if you guys can see our watch? text chains, what, you guys would be hey, ideas, dude. I'm, I'm dying for a and show. And we're always bouncing stuff off of each other, too. We'll throw stuff out, shoot it down, and then always, bring dude. it back. And I'm telling you, the, the text chains when we're trying to find something on Netflix <laughs> is epic. I mean, maybe one day we'll, we'll make a video <laughs> of it or something. Somewhere. But, I mean, it is literally like just throwing anything against the wall, seeing what sticks. Because then you watch something. You know, you watch something and you're like 10 minutes in. You're like, Did I pick the right thing? Gosh, I watch something <laughs> else. Like, so I can tell you this about Triple Frontier. You can watch it. You will not be upset after two hours. Like overall, I think you'll right. get something out of it. So it gets that stamp of endorsement when you're just dying to pick something and you just can't figure it out. Just remember that Chuck on the Real Talk Gaming Sports Podcast said, go ahead and watch Triple Frontier. I think you'll be okay. Oh, okay. So we have into the badlands. Hey, oh, killer! So very funny you mentioned that. Actually, um, I have another show on Netflix, another movie on Netflix that I'll recommend as well. I just got caught up on Badlands, bro. It's not a show. I don't know if I would recommend to chalk or shoot. It has a lot of the martial arts over the topness to it. I don't know if they would like it. Me personally. And uh, Alan Chute will tell you, go figure. It's a it's a show I would watch uh, with my dad. Um, yeah. I love it. It's a great, great story, and it, it it's got a lot of uh, power and violence to it, which I I like a They're lot. If you a guys pretty are, good sell right now, I gotta say. And if you guys are if you guys are um, looking to get into it or get caught up or at least oh, watch the first season, you know it's there on Netflix. I gotta finish Pinky Fucking Blinders. There's another show I'm glad both you guys were getting into, you know, Peaky Blinders. And that show is easier to get into because it's only uh, six six episodes episodes. a season. And and to what you're saying is that, like, even though Triple Frontier wasn't everything that I thought it was going to be, like, in no way diminishes my thoughts towards Netflix original content. Like, I'm still super hyped about the continuation or renewal yeah. of Biggie Blinders and, you know, Last Can't Kingdom. Can't wait to watch uh, that, that Motley Crue movie this weekend. Yeah, The Dirt that's out. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then the one I'm super fired up for, The Highwayman, comes out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow. So Kevin Costner, bro, and Woody uh, Woody Harrelson, dude. That's going to oh, be good. Oh, bro, yeah. man. They're chasing so, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, it's going to so be So we told y'all our episode you know at the beginning of the month these are the movies that are going to come out we'll give you our reviews so we gave you the first one now we'll, we'll get you the highwayman yeah we'll get the dirt week. we'll get the dirt and highwaymen next week so so 
um, like I said, movie reviews, man. But yeah, so I'm super hyped about the Highwaymen. That it comes out tomorrow. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Woody Harrelson, man, he got me sold with Woody Harrelson and Dude, yeah. for love of the game, Kevin Costner. Dances with wolves, <laughs> baby. The postman. Right. He's a working man, dude. He he he's not they're not quick. Waterworld, no dude. There's so many good movies, bro. The postman, too, like you said. Yeah, I mean, he's got his he's got some stuff. He's got some range as an actor, so I'm pretty hyped about it. But you know, there's other good stuff coming down the line too. So I'm I'm cool with Netflix. You know, I think we're gonna be okay. Hey, hey, Bo, welcome to the channel. Just just a polite reminder. Please, no spoilers for those who haven't seen it. But I do agree with your comment. The uh, ending was uh, underwhelming. I think that's yeah, underwhelming. That, that's yeah, and that's you know I haven't seen it yet. Um, I probably you know maybe won't watch it. I don't know, but uh, um, too much time, man. Yeah, but. Uh, that's what I will. I will say since they first watched it, both of them said the ending was was under underwhelming for sure. Yeah. So, but yes, we are a spoiler free show. That's for sure. We just look out so, for the people out there, man. We're just looking out for you guys. You know, we don't want you to associate us with spoilers. One thing I can tell you though, to transition is one thing that is not a spoiler that I knew from day one. If you look <laughs> at my tweet I sent you a year ago today, yeah. that the big baller brand was going to fail. It basically Duh. officially collapsed yesterday. I'm shocked. Oh, oh no! no I'm absolutely dude, shocked. Really? So, dude. there's a lot of news surrounding this. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. But um, basically, the big baller brand is no more. Um, Lonzo Ball oh, no. has covered up his tattoos. With, <laughs> yeah, with the worst with cover literally job. Literally the dude. worst cover job ever. I mean. It look they look those dice don't even look remotely symmetrical, um, <laughs> but you know whatever I guess uh, you know but I guess that just means it's over. Um, this terrible experiment, run by an absolute idiot, uh, is finally done. We will no longer have. Well, we'll probably still have to listen to that dude. Never heard from him in a while, so That's I think true. he might. And what I'll say, and I'll let you get the last word on it, B, because you're our basketball guy. Yeah. But yeah. At the end of the day, like, yeah, like, what idiot sells a tennis shoe for $500 and some slippers for 220 when you have no, like, no, Nike doesn't even do that, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. What's so, you doing, bro? But at Jordan's the end of the day, don't do like, that, man, unless they're primos. Yeah, but, like, at the end of the day, it's a dad looking out for his family. Like, at least that's what you would hope his true intentions are. So, like, I hope, like, their family isn't, like, fractured over it or anything like that. Um, they are dumb for letting a guy who had been convicted of money laundering in the past run their money. Like, why would you do that? That's stupid. But at the end of the day, like, I hope that they could just go to be a normal family. Yeah. But please he, shut your dad up, bro. For him, your your big baller brand, your big brother brand shoes like gave you ankle problems, and that's why you're injured right now. <laughs> Not a great investment. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, I just like like you said, two hundred twenty dollars slippers, bro, and nobody's even heard There's of your some stuff. Slide ons, and dude. you know what's you sad is I know some kids from my school last year that bought a bunch of that merch, and I was like, you guys are idiots. This is nothing better than YouTube merch, bro. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know they're coming in with the hoodies and shit. I'm like, dude, bad. You're an just idiot. like bad. I cannot believe you supported this company, but. Whatever. Uh, Here's the kick. LeBron is in L.A. for his brand, and I, I'm curious if there's mm. some sort of dynamic there where Bron is 
either like, yo, your shit's got to stop, your shit stinks or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but mm. obviously Bron is the dog, the top dog. That's an interesting in perspective. Yeah. Because uh, you can think about it that way. Yeah, everyone knows LeBron went to L.A. for like the business right. side of things. Didn't so. go. There's no no one in this planet can convince me he goes to L.A. for a championship. He went there no. for his brand, yeah. which yeah, is fine. It's okay. Which is fine. You deserve that, right? Exactly. So, right. So he probably went to Alonzo and said, "You're going to dissolve Big Baller Brand, this garbage that's associated with our team in yeah. L.A." Be a big know. boy. It's time to be a big boy and join the big yeah. boys. It's like you're gonna come to Nike, you'll still make money. And I won't trade you if you do that. But if you do that, <laughs> I'm trading you. Because right. we all know it's the he run, it, dude, it is. He runs that team, so Yeah. So runs every team. I mean, if in on the basketball side of it, like Lonzo Ball is still a good player, so if he can just shut out the noise and play basketball, then I think he could be good. So LeBron's like, dude, you got three more years of me. You better use this time to soak it all up, bro. Yeah, which is you know to tie things back to the beginning of the show is essentially what Gronk said. You know, he's like, look, I'm going to use this nine years, you know, to to package it all in, focus hard right now, so I can party for the rest of my life. Yeah, Lonzo Ball just uses these next three years of LeBron to. Catapult his career. You got to take advantage of that. And they're gonna they're moving half that team anyways. Maybe. Yeah, it's like next year. Hey, get in the truck. You're on. You're out of town. Like go with five of your buddies too. Like they're gonna just ship out. question is, is there anything that would drive? I don't think there's anything that would let drive LeBron out of town. I don't see. And that's the thing. I don't think. Like my, where leaving. I'm going with that is is if they don't bring in an Anthony Davis, I is it enough for him to still leave, or is he? I, th- I guess he's just so focused on his brand that it doesn't really matter. Well, I mean, his contract is for another three years. I don't know if he has any opt outs. I don't know the detail of his contract. I'm sure, Bron usually leaves his options options open. Yeah, but I think really the conversation is is if you're the Lakers. Do you make the best decision for LeBron or do you make the best decision for your franchise? And are they the same thing? Because do you maximize your time with LeBron now to keep building that, you know, Lakers legacy that everyone knows the Lakers for, you know, Shaq, Kobe, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like those huge superstar players. Mm -hmm. Or do you trade LeBron for Zion Williamson and start fresh, start over? Uh, That squad would be dirty. So... I don't That's know enough to comment, so I'm just going to let you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll I'm kind of hoping about. he goes to Cleveland, Zion, but uh, that's okay. So, well, no. those are some theories we can discuss on future episodes of the Real Talk Gaming Sports Podcast when yeah, Chute has time to research. Yeah, I'm going to have to do some reading on that because <laughs> your boy does not know anything about it. That's but that's stuff. that's a little teaser for some basketball combos in the future because that is a rumor spinning that if you're the Lakers, would you consider – trading LeBron for Zion. So we'll discuss that in future episodes. But to get to get that juicy content, it right. means you got to come back. So we do appreciate y'all coming tonight. But we're going to tease you a little bit for what you can expect. But don't worry. It's going to be much, much more than just basketball. Don't worry, Boy, Chief. I, I know you're sweating. Over I am. I was, I was starting to get a little nervous. I'm like, okay, uh, <laughs> this basketball stuff makes me a little uncomfortable. So uh, maybe <laughs> they're phasing me out. I don't know. No, dude, don't worry. It's, 
it's the off season. It's the Redskins. We gotta have We're going to have news Order 66, Al. We're going to have news with the Redskins. Something's going to happen. Draft is in a month. We're going to get into some more detail of who we should take, why we should take them. You got that. Of course, like we said, Caps playoffs, baby. Clinch tonight. So we got Caps coming. More Caps content, more in-depth, because now we can actually watch it. It's actually amazing. So if you have not yet, please like and follow our channel. Like us on Spotify, YouTube. I mean, we're everywhere, dude. Chip, name them off, bro, because I can't even do it. Yeah, so we're on Spotify, obviously. Uh, YouTube, iTunes. Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, Podbean. Everywhere. Yo, anywhere uh, you want to find us, we are around. Facebook. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> we're there. But, yeah, I, oh, on a, obviously, you see our socials there on the side. Make sure you give us a follow over there. We're always doing something on Twitter and on Instagram, um, especially. Those are our most active accounts. Uh, but if you do, you know, if you missed any part of the show and you want to go back and listen to it, we are on Spotify. It'll be up tonight. Uh, after the show, I'll put it up. Um, or you can rewatch the episode on YouTube uh, like this um, so you can see the chat and all that as well. Um, but, yeah, uh, be sure if you're new, please hit that follow button so you can join us every Thursday. We also stream Monday to Friday, 730 to 10. Uh, all three of us on screen at the same time mm-hmm. playing Fortnite, Rocket League. Tomorrow we're going to be playing the Division II. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. Um, but, yeah, so go ahead and hit that follow button if you're new. And, uh, you know, again, every Thursday night you got the Real Talk Gaming and Sports Podcast, so you don't want to miss that. Yeah, and everything we do is for you guys. I mean, we make this content because we love that you guys are legit into it. So, yeah. you know, that's why we provide it in so many different platforms. If you can't come out live on Thursday night, you get it on YouTube, Spotify. You know, literally, we'll get clips on Instagram. We got everything. <laughs> so we do it because we appreciate y'all always hanging in with us and being there with us because it makes the experience that much better. So we do appreciate it. And the love is always there for us. But like he said, check us out back on the stream. B-Dog, got any final words for the crowd, my man? Thank you, everybody, for all the support and love we get from all you guys. At the end of the day, just like we always say, it's always for you. Thank you. And if you haven't already, smash that follow button. Boy, That's right. Follow, like, every other social media term possible because we're there for you. But we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Come back next week for the next episode of the Real Talk Gaming and Sports Podcast. Good night, you guys.